Your personal brand is personal. That's what I shared this week on Maximize Your Brand Wednesday as I give you tips on how to build your unique personal brand that is compelling and attracts your ideal audience. What we must understand about our personal brand is that it should be in direct alignment with who we authentically are, how we show up in the world, how we impact the lives of others. So I hope you enjoy this episode or this video series I'd like to share on your personal brand being personal. Hey, good day, good day. Welcome to another Maximize Your Brand Wednesday with Markeith Brayton. So excited to be with you today because I'm always excited to be uh, popping in on these live streams to just share some value with you and to kind of participate with you each and every week. So thank you for joining me. Uh, Madonna Williams, thank you for hopping on today. And so as you come into the space, go ahead, type your name and where you're tuning in from in the comments. I'll be looking at the comments and seeing who is popping in today. So, so excited that uh, you decided to take some time out to join me for this episode of Maximize Your Brand Wednesday. Now, this is the very first episode on LinkedIn and the third episode on the other social media platform. So want you all to come on in and participate because I am streaming live via LinkedIn, as well as my Facebook pages, Periscope and YouTube. So this is the first time I'm able to multi-stream across all of the, vo- the platforms. And so what I'm going to do real quick is just to make sure that the streams are live and that you can hear me and that everything is good. So Madonna Williams, thank you. Erica Battle as well. Uh, Patricia Carter, thank you for joining as well. So today what I have done is I have prepared a presentation for us on this topic. Your personal brand is personal. Somebody type that in the comments for me. Your personal brand is personal. I was thinking about that earlier today and I was like, you know, one of the things that we really don't take into consideration is that personal branding really is all about the individual. Personal branding is all about the purpose that the individual has. Personal branding is all about the the character of the individual. And I thought I would put a presentation together just to kind of share with you kind of like an introductory presentation on really how to leverage your personal brand, how your personal brand really is personal. So thank you, Nicole, for uh, for sharing that. We can hear you good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's go ahead and hop into our presentation for today so that you can, you know, really get an understanding of what it is that I'm I'm talking about. So let me uh, go to our our next scene here. Give me a quick second. 
so that I am making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, all these different new tools and everything sometimes can be difficult, but we're going to go ahead and hop into the presentation. All right, so you should be able to see the presentation now. Just let me know that you can see the presentation so that I don't move too fast before we get started. So your personal brand is personal. So before we get started, let me go ahead and introduce myself to those who may not know me and those who are brand new to my live stream. My name is Markeith Brayton. I am from Nashville, Tennessee, reared and born, born and reared in Nashville. My mom likes to say reared and not raised because she would say you raise cattle and you rear children. <laughs> you raise cattle, but you rear children. I'm a graduate of Kentucky State University uh, with a bachelor's of science degree in biology, a minor in chemistry, as well as I have a master's of public health from Meharry Medical College when I graduated in 2004. Former healthcare management professional where I worked in uh, the community health system, a federally qualified community health uh, system for about uh, 10 years. Also took some time to give back to the community and I was a high school biology and chemistry teacher here in Nashville at Stratford High School and I was a college professor teaching public health for the University of Phoenix. In 2014, I was laid off my job and I had a decision to make. I had a decision to make whether or not I was going to go back to the traditional nine to five or if I was going to bet on myself, bet on my dream and move forward in what I believed I was called to do. And I've always loved uh, public speaking and teaching and coaching. So I decided I was going to take the leap of faith and step into entrepreneurship. During that time, I had the privilege of stepping into entrepreneurship in 2014, but also really beginning to pursue my calling in ministry, pursue my calling in making a difference and an impact in this world. And so I had an opportunity to be in full-time ministry from the time of 2015 up until 2018. And in 2018, uh, I decided to go full-time with my coaching and consulting business, and it has been two years since I have taken that second step in being full-time in my business. So currently, what I uh, do is really work with corporate executives on maximizing and monetizing their personal brand so that they can create a location-free business online and live the life that they crave. Because I know that a lot of individuals who have been successful in life, they have a desire to make greater impact in the world doing what it is that they truly are passionate about and truly purpose to do. And so what I want to talk to you today about, once again, is how to build your unique personal brand that is compelling and attracts your ideal audience because your personal brand truly is purpose, uh, personal. And what I did was I took the letter in each, uh, I took one of the letters in this word personal to kind of share with you what I'm saying when it comes to the whole idea of your personal brand being personal. And I'm not going to be before you long, so let's go ahead and hop into the presentation. I can see your comments, so thank you, Patricia, Nicole, uh, Erica, uh, for uh, tuning in, and Priscilla on Facebook as well. 
So the P in personal, the P in personal is that, you know, your personal brand is purposefully personal. Say that again. Your personal brand is purposefully personal. And I like this quote by, by Dr. Cindy Trim. She says that success is the fulfillment of purpose, but the key to success is self-mastery. That at the end of the day, that true success is you fulfilling the intent for why you are here. And when I think about personal branding, I think about alignment with purpose. I think about really fulfilling the calling that you have been given uh, for this life, right? And when you understand your purpose, then you fully grab hold of what your personal brand should communicate. When you understand your purpose, you fully should be able to grab hold of what your personal brand or the impact that your personal brand should make in the marketplace as well as in a society. Your personal brand is purposefully personal. That that purpose that you have is not the purpose that somebody else has. And when I work with my clients, many of them have climbed the corporate ladder and they're really ready to be more on purpose with their life. They, they enjoy the work that they do, but there is something within them that's compelling them to do more, that's compelling them to be in more alignment with that in which they want uh, out of life, but that in which they want to make an impact on life as it pertains to other people. And so it's important to understand that true success is the fulfillment of purpose. It's not all of the things that we have a tendency to think about. The cars, the homes, the clothes, the vacations, right? The relationships that are prestigious. At the end of the day, you can have all of those things. You can have all of those things and not have fulfilled your purpose. So we've got to understand that if you're going to have a successful life, if you're really going to attract the right ideal clients to your business, the right opportunities to yourself, I believe that your personal brand is purposefully personal. The second letter in personal is the E that your personal brand should pull on your experiences. James Ruskin says that skill is the unified force of experience, intellect, and passion in their operations. Excuse that typo. Skill or experience has to do with the skill being unified a unified force of experience, intellect, and passion in their operation. So when I think about personal branding, I also think about one's experiences, that we all have different types of experiences. We all have experiences that have helped us to create philosophies, to even create values that we have. One of my own personal values is integrity. I truly believe in keeping my word, right? And that comes through experiences that I've had in my own life where people didn't keep their word. 
And so integrity is a very high value of mine, and it's a part of my own personal brand. That if you encounter me and I give you my word on something, you must believe or you better believe that I'm going to follow through, even if it is painful for me to follow through. Experience. We all have different varying experiences that speak to our personal brand, that help us to develop the personal brand for which we are wanting to communicate in the world. So experience is very important as it pertains to really developing your personal brand. Whether that be work experience, life experience, relational experience, all of us have different experiences that we bring to the table that can be a benefit to somebody else. That can be a benefit to somebody else. I appreciate you typing these notes in for those who will be watching uh, the replay later. So experience really helps you with developing your personal brand. It comes along with your personal brand, your experience. The R in personal, the R in personal, I say, is reputation. Proverbs 22 and 1 was the best uh, quote scripture that I could really find for the word reputation. It says, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. What is this simply saying? It's saying that your personal brand is more valuable than money. <laughs> your personal brand, your reputation is more valuable than silver and gold. That what you communicate with your own brand can make you and break you. That's good right there. What you communicate within your own personal brand can make you and break you. So reputation is key. A good name is to be chosen. And so when we think about personal brand, what is it that you want your name to be synonymous with? That when somebody says Markeith Brayton, that name should communicate some level of, I would like to say, authority, some level of influence, some level of respect, some level of intentionality, the word integrity, the word professional, the word handsome, <laughs> right? What is your reputation? What is your reputation? We've got to understand that reputation and personal branding are married to each other. What you communicate can make you or break you, absolutely. Now, there are, there are some, some things that people tell me that I need to work on that I'm communicating that sometimes I don't know that I'm communicating. Here's what I learned from the great Les Brown. He said, it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. So I've been told sometimes that I don't smile enough, which I think I smile a lot. But some people say that, you know, I can, be, I can come off a little intimidating because I don't smile enough. Well... I got to work on that because I want to communicate that I am approachable, that I, I want to communicate that I am uh, 
friendly, if my face doesn't necessarily sometimes look like I am. You want to develop that reputation so that people want to do business with you, so that people want to get to know you, so that people want to be connected to you, right? So reputation, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. So when we think about developing our personal branding, we got to consider the R in personal. What is your reputation? When somebody says your name, there's a comment or quote that says that your personal brand is what people have to say about you when you're not in the room. What are people saying about you when you're not in the room? See, people can can lie to your face, right? When you're in the room, oh, she's great. Oh, he's great. He's he's talented. He's all these things. But when you leave the room, are they still saying the same thing? Now, I'm not talking about the haters. I'm talking about the people who are genuine in their remarks. Reputation. So the R impersonal is reputation. The S and personal. Your personal brand should be solution focused. How many of us know all those people who are always telling us what the problem is but never have a solution? Well, you want to make sure you have a personal brand that's solution focused. One of my former coaches Danielle Jervy Harmon, she says, if there's not a problem to be solved, there's no profit to be earned. What problem do you solve? Say it again. Somebody type that in the comments for me. If there is not a problem to be solved, there's no profit to be earned. That's what I'm talking about. And profit is not always monetary. Sometimes profit in your health. Sometimes profit in your relationships. Sometimes profit in your opportunities. And yes, profit in your finances. What's the problem that you're solving? What's the problem problem that you're addressing? What are you the aspirin to? What type of headache are you the aspirin to? Your, Your personal brand should speak to what it is that you solve. I started out this presentation saying that I help corporate executives who have a desire to enhance their digital presence so that they can create opportunity for themselves online in partnership, in alignment with their careers. If they're interested in consulting and coaching, if they're interested in being a sought after speaker. I help them with their digital presence. I help them develop that personal brand online so that they can make the transition into possibly entrepreneurship or into doing the things that they want to do legacy-wise to make a greater impact beyond their corporate career. So what is the problem that you solve in the marketplace? And sometimes we've got to be very specific. So your personal brand should be solution-focused, solution-focused, the S in personal. We're drawing towards the end here. The O in personal. Others-minded. Others 
minded. Are we, are you others minded? See, your personal brand is personal, but it should be personal to the degree that it inspires you to help somebody. Say that again, that yes, your personal brand is personal, but it should be so personal that it inspires you to help somebody, which is why I do these live streams. Others mind it. It's Zig Ziglar. He says that if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. If you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. Isn't that awesome? That when you are others minded, it also helps you along the way. It's like you're sowing seeds and that ultimately a harvest will come later. Sowing seeds and a harvest will come later. But you can't reap a harvest without sowing the seeds, right? You can't reap the harvest without sowing the seed. Sean Thompson, Lori, thanks for joining. Catherine B. Miller, thanks for joining as well. So your personal brand should be others-minded. Helping somebody else get to their next level. Helping somebody else solve their challenges. Helping somebody else resolve their pain point. Because what ultimately ends up happening when you help people in areas of their pain or their challenges? They're going to meet somebody who has the same pain or challenge and they're going to say, hey, Markeith, he really helped me with this summit that I had coming up. He really helped me uh, really get my social media together uh, with my personal brand. He really helped me to hone in on my purpose to get in greater alignment so that I can pursue the thing that I truly want to pursue, whether that be a career or whether that be a business opportunity. Others mind it. Are you others minded? Not for the purpose of getting ahead, but for the purpose of sowing seeds, sowing seeds. We don't live in an agricultural society much anymore, but the farmer fully understands the more you sow, the more likely you will reap a harvest, right? The more you sow, the more likely you will reap a harvest. We got to be others minded. The O. Three more letters. The N. So this one right here is one that I struggle, have struggled with for quite some time. Probably have struggled with it over the last five years. And that is niche expertise. That I came up during a time when the whole Renaissance man was something, right? Like being a, a jack of all trades, but really not a, a master of none that I have the ability to do a lot of things good. But when it came to business, I realized that I really needed to be niche specific, that I needed to be focused on the one thing that I can do great. This, is, this, this doesn't mean that I can't do some of the other things, but what's the one thing that you can do great that you know that you know that you know nobody can do it better than you? Here are three questions that I think you should ask yourself when you're really wanting to find your niche. Somebody type these in the comments for me as well. If you would, I'm going to pull up my iPad and make sure that uh, everything is good on LinkedIn. 
But here are three questions that you should ask yourself when really wanting to identify your niche and being niche specific. What's, what's the one thing that you would do right now if you knew you would, could not fail? What's the one thing you would do right now if you knew you could not fail? Number two, please type these in the comments as well. Please type these in the comments. Number two, if, you, if money was no object, if money was no object, what's the one thing you would do right now? If money was no object, what's the one thing you would do right now? And then question number three you want to ask yourself is, what makes me truly come alive? What makes me truly come alive? Gary Keller, in his book, The One Thing, he says, extraordinary results are directly determined by how narrow you can make your focus. When you spread yourself out, you end up spread thin. Those three questions help us to really focus in on the thing that helps us not to spread thin. What's the one thing? What's the one thing? What's the one thing that you're going to focus on the next 90 days? What's the one thing you're going to focus on the next 90 days? That multitasking is truly a lie. That we cannot really multitask. All we're doing is time splicing. So we got to really hone in on that thing. Your personal brand should be synonymous, I believe, with one thing. Then this doesn't mean that I can't pursue some of my other passions. I like to tell this story uh, about Oprah. Before Oprah retired her talk show, she had already started her network on cable. But many of us know if you were following Oprah, the cable network was not very successful while she was still trying to do both. The, the cable network, I believe, almost went bankrupt because she had other people running the network while she was still doing her talk show. And it wasn't until the talk show ended that she was able to put her full undivided attention into the network that we now have own, which is a highly successful network on cable TV with some of the most watched shows, her and Tyler Perry partnering together to create a network that really primarily targets a specific population, African-American women. What's your niche? What's your niche? Lori says vocal coaching. Vocal coaching is her niche. And so if that's her niche, then all of her content, all of her energy should be poured into being the sought after go-to vocal coach in her particular area, in her particular region. And once she makes that successful, then it's okay to kind of pivot into something that's connected and in alignment to vocal coaching. But we want to make sure that, that, that Lori Hicks is the premier vocal coach in her area. And that if somebody says, I really am interested in getting some vocal coaching, that the one name that they say that's synonymous with vocal coaching is Lori Hicks, right? 
Yes, the old magazine as well. And so now, using that example with Oprah, she was a, now she has a, a multimedia company. But the focusing on one thing at a time helps you to really build out your opportunities. Those three questions. What would I do right now if I knew I could not fail? If money were no object, what would I do right now? And what makes me come alive? It's the mystic theologian Howard Thurman. He says, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive because what the world needs is for you to be alive. That's what the world needs. The end is niche expertise. Nick's expertise. Last two letters. The A is attraction. The mind has a powerful way of attracting things that are in harmony with it, good and bad. So you want to make sure your personal brand and your mindset is in alignment. That many of us are not where we want to be in life, not because of our challenges, not maybe even because some of our relationships, not because we don't have the money, but it's alignment. Are you in alignment with your purpose? Are you in alignment with what you know you are called to do? Are you in alignment with the gifts and the talents for which you were given? Or are you trying to do something else that you weren't necessarily gifted and skilled to do, but you have the wherewithal to to learn it? The key to attraction, I believe, is alignment. Your personal brand should help you to get in alignment with your life's calling, with your life's purpose. Your personal brand is personal. Your personal brand is personal. Alignment is so key. It wasn't until I really, and I'm still getting in an alignment, right? But it wasn't until I really focused on my personal gifts of speaking and teaching that I knew that I could do it without a doubt, speaking and teaching like the back of my head, extemporaneous speaking. Did you give me a word? I can speak to you for 15 minutes on that one word. I can come up with story after story after story. A lot of people, they say 99% of the population have a fear of public speaking. I never had that fear. So alignment is key. Alignment is key to attracting the mindset is what helps you to attract what you want in your life. What is your mindset? What are you focusing your mind on? For example, we've been going through this pandemic. Some people focused on survival during the pandemic, and some people focused on opportunity during the pandemic. There are some people who've made more money during the pandemic than they were making before the pandemic. (laughs) And then there's some people who regressed because all they were trying to do was survive. So your mindset is what will speak to your attraction. Sean says, yes, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Figure out what makes you come alive because what the world needs is for you to be alive. That's Howard Thurman. I learned that during my time in divinity school at at Vanderbilt. 
it's scary to put things out there when you know you're not in alignment. Absolutely. Like if you know you're not in alignment, then I wouldn't even put it out there. You want to make sure that you're in alignment so that you get back or you attract that in which you want. You know, I take my car to get it maintenance. And usually when I get it maintenance, I go ahead and buy the $200 Firestone lifetime alignment. Because what happens when your car is not in alignment? That if you take your hand off the steering wheel, if it's not in alignment, it may veer right. It may veer left. But when it's in alignment, it's going directly. Even if your hand is not on the steering wheel, it'll go directly down the center. Sometimes we need to get in alignment. I believe COVID-19 has helped us to focus on getting in alignment. COVID-19 didn't come for us to be scared. It didn't come for us to... Uh, have a mindset of of fear. I believe it came for us to help us to pivot, to readjust, and to get in alignment. And to get in alignment. The L in personal. The L in personal is legacy. Legacy. This is what it's all about. I believe that to have a powerful personal brand that you should have a mindset and a focus on legacy. Shannon Alder says that carve your name on hearts, not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you. And the stories they share about you. What you should be focused on is legacy. What will you leave behind once your time has come? What will you leave behind once your time has come? That's what legacy is all about. To leave something for others to build up on. I like a quote by Dr. Miles Monroe. He says, live full, die empty. That you don't want to leave anything in you that's supposed to come out of you. That's good right there. You don't want to leave anything in you that's supposed to come out of you. That you're supposed to birth in the world. That the wealthiest place in the world is not the gold mines in Africa. Not the coal mines in West Virginia. But the wealthiest place in the world right now is the graveyard because so many of us, so many of us die with things that we were supposed to birth still in us. Live full, die empty. So let's review real quick those tips on how to have a powerful, attractive, personal brand. Let's go back to the top real quick. Your personal brand is purposefully personal, that you want to be focused on what is my purpose? What is it that I was created to do to leave in this world? Your personal brand pulls on your experiences so that you can use those experiences to develop the personal brand that you truly know you're supposed to have in 
the marketplace in society. Your personal brand, you should understand that your name is better to be chosen than riches, than money, than gold, than silver. That nothing beats, nothing's more valuable than your reputation when it comes to the marketplace. You should be solution-focused. Solution-focused. Others-minded. If you can help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want in life. Be singularly focused on a niche. Have expertise in something. Be known for that thing. As Lori said, vocal coaching. Vocal coaching. Right? The A, attraction. Use your mind to attract the things that you want in life. I'm I want my personal brand to help me to become debt-free in the next two to three years. In the next two to three years, I'm working on my mindset around money so that I can become debt-free. And legacy. Legacy is important. Legacy is important. And so I thank you for joining me for this conversation. I do have a free gift if you would like to download it. I have a gift called Maximize Your Brand Authority. It's a PDF just showing you and teaching you some of the things that you want to consider uh, when you are in the process of developing your personal brand digitally. And it gives you a step-by-step guide on things that you really want to think about. And so if you would like to get this Maximize Your Brand PDF, all you have to do is text personal brand, text personal brand to 77222. Text personal brand to 77222 and you'll receive a text message to download this particular free gift. And it also will add you to my email list, which I send out emails on a weekly basis so that you can stay in tune with what's going on uh, with me as well as uh, learn of opportunities of how we possibly can work together. So once again, if you want to access this free gift, go to personal brand, text the word personal brand, all one word to 77222, or you can go to markeithbrain.com forward slash brand authority, markeithbrain.com forward slash brand authority. Also, if you haven't downloaded my podcast, I would love for you to download the podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and we have over I think the last I looked, we have close to 200 episodes, 200 episodes, interviews with other entrepreneurs, interviews with influential individuals. I shared an interview last week that I did with Stedman Graham. And so download the podcast on your iPhone, on your iPad. You can use whichever platform you prefer, Spotify, once again, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play Music, or any other podcast app that you prefer. And so we'll make time uh, for Q&A. If anybody has any questions they'd like to ask, I'll be looking at the chat to see if anybody has any questions. If not, we will uh, end today's live. But I want to appreciate you joining me for uh, the very first Maximize Your Brand Wednesday on LinkedIn. And this is the third episode on my Facebook uh, platforms as well as on Periscope. 
on Periscope. So I am so appreciative of you joining me uh, today. So we will take any questions. If there are any questions, we will open it up. If you have questions about online marketing or personal branding, I am here to help you in that area. So let's go back to our our main camera here. All right, we are back at our main camera. Any questions? Anybody have any questions? I'm looking at the, the comments to see if we have any questions today, whether you're on LinkedIn, on Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, any questions today to share? Any questions? All right, Laurie, go ahead. She said, yes, I I do. Go ahead, type your questions in the comment. I'll hang around for a few more minutes to answer your, your questions. I have my iPad open as well as my iPhone to see those comments. I'll be looking here just to see. All right. So Lori says, and I think I can put your question on. I should be able to put your question on um, the screen, but it's not coming up. So I'll just uh, repeat it. Lori says, uh, what advice would you give to someone whose day job is not their purpose? <laughs> that is a great question. Let me tell you what I will share with you. And actually, part of this is something a friend of mine shared with me five years ago. Uh, my friend, Sean Thompson, who is an entrepreneur, he's been in business for uh, quite some time, at least uh, seven or eight years longer than I have. And one of the things that he shared with me before I was laid off, because I was contemplating putting in my 90-day notice, he said that, Marquise, the first thing you really should do is really not concerning your purpose, but it's concerning your livelihood. And so he said, you really should be focused on trying your best to save up 60 to 90 days of income to support yourself once you take that leap. Now, I'm going to say six months now that if you can save up six months of your income to support yourself so that you can step into the thing that you want to do purposefully. Now, it may be, I don't know, it, you may be wanting to do another, go to another employment job that is more in alignment with your purpose. Or if you're talking about going doing vocal coaching full time, that I believe that the first step would be to start strategizing how you can save up three to six months of income so that you can smoothly make the transition. Unfortunately, I was laid off before I was able to have that three to six months. But I did have, I think, well, I did have about three months of my income because I had kept my expenses low. Uh, the second thing that I would advise you to do is something that I did before I got laid off. For about a year and a half, I actually invested in business coaching prior to me starting my business. So I took some of my uh, great salary that I was making when I was working in healthcare and I invested in myself by getting business coaching. 
So that business coaching really helped me to develop my business plan. It helped me to develop who my target market was at the at that time. It helped me to really understand what I was going to charge. And so basically I based my char my fees on what I was paying my coach. And so my coach was charging me a particular amount. So I said, well, if I'm paying this much uh, to invest in myself, then the person who hires me as a coach needs to at least at minimum pay that much as well. So I would say, and I'm addressing Lori's question, that if there is a vocal coach who you know is full-time in business, doing what it is that you really want to do, I would ask them if they'd be willing to coach you on how to start your own vocal coaching business, right? And be willing to invest in yourself so that you can have the right business model before you fully step into it. So I think those are two things that you could do uh, right away is start coming up with your strategy with preparing three to six months of your salary or your income so that you can make a smooth transition, but then also look to see where you can invest in yourself with somebody who is full-time doing their vocal coaching. I think that that is the, the best thing that anybody can do is that you identify somebody who's doing what you want to do in the marketplace as it pertains to your passion, your purpose, and getting paid to doing it on the level you want to do it, and then you hire them. Or you take their courses or you, you know, do uh, go to one of their conferences to learn from the people who are doing what you want to do on the level you want to do it on. You can cut your learning curve tremendously by doing that. Sean says, do you separate who you are as a person versus who you are as a business owner? I my personal opinion is no, that your personal brand should be able to help you grow your business, that your personal brand should be a, a part of your strategy to attracting new business to your company. That when people say logo, my logo it's associated with Sean Thompson, nine times out of 10. People don't even know logo, I'm all out, my logo, but they do know Sean Thompson. And so because they know Sean Thompson, that introduces them into your, comp- your promotional products company. So I believe that your personal brand can be, in a, can be synonymous with your business and help you to scale and grow your business because people do business not with businesses, they do business with people. Say it again. People do business not with businesses. They do business with people. So I believe that you really should not want to separate your personal brand from your business. Now, I'm not saying like for me, my personal brand is a business in and of itself. So I have no intention of of selling my business as a personal brand. Now, I may create a separate business that is not my name, but it's, it provides a different type of service that I may want to sell later, but I still will leverage my personal brand to even grow that business. All right, let's see. 
Laura says, I want to do coaching and music full-time. Yes, awesome. And a business program now started after the quarantine. Good, good, good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, once again, thank you all for joining me for this Maximize Your Brand Wednesday. We will be doing these each and every week, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I hope you have a great rest of your week. Just remember this, always shoot for the top because it is the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.